0: hey welcome back everybody and um, in today's episode we are going to talk about versus battle between brandy and monica bucking the trend and terrorists on our american soil all that and more on this episode of the ty digger show buckle up folks to the august 26th episode of the tide digger show now before you get before i start i know i know i know i said on friday i was going to take a little hiatus um for a couple weeks just to see how the show is going to fit uh moving forward but i just feel like so much has happened since that friday and it might be impossible for me to take any decent break um from the show uh there are events going on in this world that not only are historical in nature but well it's all historical but these are the type of events that 50 and 60 years ago years from now people are going to look back and be like wow that was the moment things changed in this country and we don't know at this moment whether things are going to change for the good or for the worse and to some of you saying, How could it get any worse? Trust me, it can get a lot worse than what we're dealing with right now. So, and being a podcaster, being somebody that likes to uh, chat about these things and give out information, um, and just, and hopefully, um, one of the things I wanted to do with this show is spark conversation um, with other people. You don't even got to give the credit to where you heard it from, just as long as what I'm saying. Helps you go and have a conversation with somebody else. Um, it's going to be difficult finding time to take a break. But before I get too heavy uh, today, I want to uh, start off with something light. And for all you know, I've been following closely to the versus battles. And coming up next Monday, yes, the boys' mind, the, the female RB beef. Of the late 90s, Brandy and Monica are going to be doing a verses uh, against each other. And, personally, as a guy who loved both singers, for different reasons, of course. Um, like, I, I think both of them touched me in a place, like, mentally, they, they reached me in a place that I understood. Um, so, as somebody that liked both of those shows, both of their shows, both... Um, of the singing, I noticed there's a strict, very tight line between the fans of both singers. Like a lot of people are not fans of both either way. Like I heard things that Monica's gonna watch Brandy and Brandy's gonna watch Monica, I, and I especially her. Brandy's the better singer from one circle, and somebody else saying Monica's the better singer. It, and both of them can sing, both of them can sing. But it's just such a hardcore line. Like, both sides have really hardcore factions uh, driving them. But I always thought both of them were talented. I thought both of them could sing. I thought both of them were beautiful. I thought, I mean, my thing is, I didn't understand the rivalry at that time. I didn't understand the rivalry until... A few years later, I I was reading an article and a woman was saying that, you know, America has this, especially in hip hop and uh, R&B, see Little Kim and uh, Foxy Brown. America has this obsession with black women. Only one can be at the top. Only one can rule. Like only one has to be better than the other. How come we can't like both? How come I can't like Little Kim and Foxy Brown? How come I can't like Monica and Brandy? Why do I have to choose? You know, especially with my Dollars, if I want to hear both of their albums, I have the right to go listen to both of their albums. So I never understood until then why that beef was, because I feel like that beef just came out of the blue. Like neither one of those ladies were thinking about the other when they first came out. And then all of a sudden they did a song together And if I'm not mistaken, Monica said that was the only time either one of them won a Grammy for a song that they did together. Like, I kind of feel like we're cheating ourselves from a Monica Brandy joint collabo album. I mean, maybe you don't follow me, but I personally would support them doing an album together. So, but, um, it should be an interesting battle, um. No, in when we say battle, when we're talking about verses, we're not actually, for me, I'm not actually saying one side has to win or it's going to be a war, like, or somebody's going to get crushed. But I just feel like acts like that takes a lot of us back to a time before all this actually got crazy, before people had to stop seeing their own parents for months at a time. So... I started as an interesting and I hope we get a couple more. I'm still waiting for the bad boy, bad boy. So, so deaf, death row, battle Royal. Um, I'm still waiting for the Jay-Z and LL Cool J uh, battle. Like, listen, I might have to take a day off work. If they do that on a Monday, I might have to take that Tuesday off just to might take two or three days off just to fully digest what's going to happen on that night like it's, it's going to be crazy so um i'm looking forward to those i hope i hope those happen and before we go to a commercial break um i just think it's been great again why music how music just slid in and like kind of picked us up kept us going um is just some of the stuff is like, and a lot of us are getting free concerts. A lot of us are getting free concerts and some of us are getting concerts that we probably never would be able to really enjoy. Oh, much less, much less afford. Like if you could get in, you're probably sitting in the nosebleeds and some of us probably can get a decent seat at one of these shows. So. It's just been amazing and um, and I hope these artists benefit from that on the back end you know and I don't mind watching them benefit from that because again they're giving their material to the people f- for free you know you're you're partying with them for free at home so you're chilling so gonna be a good versus battle I can't wait to see it. Maybe I'll break it down if I if I can actually get through them on time. Like I never get to these battles on time. But I'm gonna try to get through on time to this one and have a breakdown for you um, next week. That is, if I don't decide to, to really do a hiatus. All right. So we're gonna take a commercial break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about terrorists on our soil. <laughs> Hey, welcome back, everybody. And in today's news, um, Kenosha, Kenosha, excuse me, Kenosha, Wisconsin, a um, young African American by the name of Jacob Blake was shot in the back uh, several times after uh, apparently refusing uh, police orders um, as he was leaning into the vehicle with his kids inside. Um, the, said he was uh, stun gunned and wrestled with officers. Um, again, he was shot as he leaned into his SUV while both of his people were outside the vehicle after he opened the door to his SUV and leaned in when police were trying to stop him. He had children in the backseat of that SUV. I, I don't care what he did. Like, I, the guy was unarmed, like, he was not a threat to anybody. Um, I don't understand this shoot first mentality that policemen have developed. And don't get me wrong, like I've always known that a lot of them had this mentality, but I just think it's crazy how many of them are now deciding, you know what, let's act on it more. Let's do more of this. Um, and again, those kids, they heard those shots like i will get on the after effects of that a little later in the show and um not get on the police in a second but it is crazy how people are continuing to get into these situations like it's crazy and i'm not gonna get on the police for i'm gonna leave the police alone for the second okay Um, how people are not outraged over this. Like, I need more and more people outraged about this, but I started that story off to lead you into another one coming out of Kenosha, Wisconsin. Um, A 17-year-old Illinois resident connected to an overnight shooting during a protest in Wisconsin area was taken into custody Wednesday morning, according to police in Honor talk, Illinois. Um, Wisconsin authorities issued an arrest warrant charging Kyle Rittenhouse with first-degree intentional homicide. Homicide. Um, he is in the custody of the Lake County uh, judicial system pending an extradition hearing to transfer him from Illinois to Wisconsin. So, and basically, the towns are located like fifteen and twenty miles apart. Like, you can literally drive, you can literally work in one town and live in the other. It's not that far. A lot of you um, make longer drives than that just to get to your local grocery store. Um, mind you, the young man is an inspiring cop, and I'm. We're going to bring this back to the police again. Um, This is an idea that a lot of young people have of police. A lot of people who might have been bullied, who might have been picked on. This is what they see of police. They see the fact that police get to do whatever they want and nobody's going to question it. Nobody's going to stand up to it. So this is a way these young men can grow up and become bullies themselves. But these bullies actually have the gun and quote-unquote the law behind them. Like, their terrorism is is sanctioned by law. And if we bring it into the terrorism part, um, this young man grew up with There's a mindset behind this. There's nobody like you're not just naturally aggressive like that. Some people have an easier time getting themselves into a fight, but you're not this aggressive over a black man being killed and people being upset about this. Like that should not trigger you so much. So this young man is growing up with this, and this is not a mindset that's unusual to um, America. America's always had an aggressive mindset towards people that are not white. Um, Just some of the immigrants um, that first came over here, one of the first things they had to do was to be more accepted by European society is to hate black people. Here in this country. You had to share their view of African Americans, of these people who had the audacity to demand freedom, to demand to be treated as human beings. This this is a this is African Americans, this is blacks, this is people from the diaspora. This is our only crime against white people. The only crime we've committed is just ask to be treated like human beings. Don't enslave us. Don't murder us. Don't rape our children. Don't rape our wives. Don't kill us. Stop shooting us. I can't breathe. Hands up, don't shoot. Black Lives Matter, this is what, this is our crime. And I'd be, and I think I would be wrong if I did not say that I don't see that as much of a crime. This is something any decent human being will want. Any decent being period, because I'm pretty sure animals don't like being fucking shot. Like, (laughs) don't murder me. Nobody wants to die. And this country would be in a tailspin if a couple of black cops shot up a, a little white kid. But you know what? African-Americans would be upset about that too. A grown man shooting a little kid, African-Americans were upset about that too. We were mad about that. That's wrong. Throw him in prison. That's the guy you arrest because we want him off the streets too. We will want anybody that would kill a kid off the street. That's what decent people ask for. We just ask that your cops don't run up on our kids. Don't run up on our wives, our husbands, our brothers, sisters, mom, dad. We just ask you that you don't do that. We ask you that the first response you have to us isn't pulling a gun. Don't see us as a threat. Because trust me, if we were truly a threat to you, you know, you would know. We've worked in this country and we work by. The ideas that this government, that this country have, even though those ideas didn't necessarily free us. We work towards those ideas. We work to be a part of this country and we just want to be treated like any other citizen. We don't want a handout, we don't need a handout. We just want to be treated right, treated fairly. And I get tired of the outrage behind it. I get so tired behind the outrage. The all lives matter, the blue lives matter. Oh, you want to defend the police? Oh, that means you can want criminals like the straw man arguments. I get tired of it just off the fact that we're just asking Yo, stop shooting our babies. Stop shooting our parents. Stop shooting at us. We're not a threat. We're trying to live by your rules. We just want to be treated as equal because guess what? We're just as much responsible for this country as you are. The greatness that this country is, we're just as responsible for it. You don't win a lot of those wars without us. So just show us some love. When I come back, um, we're going to have a discussion about what professional leagues are doing. All that on the Tide Digger Show.
1: here with the atlanta dreams elizabeth williams and we have had a development here the players initially thought they would play tonight but they have changed their mind and elizabeth williams would like to read this statement after speaking with representatives from teams playing tonight as well as our wnvpa leadership the consensus is to not play in tonight's slate of games and to kneel lock arms and raise fists during the national anthem we stand in solidarity with our brothers in the nba and will continue this conversation with our brothers and sisters across all leagues and look to take collective action. What we have seen over the last few months and most recently with the brutal police shooting of Jacob Blake is overwhelming. And while we hurt for Jacob and his community, we also have an opportunity to keep the focus on the issues and demand change. These moments are why it's important for our fans to stay focused, hear our voices, know our hearts, and connect the dots from what we say to what we do. We encourage everyone to go and register to vote, now, today. If you truly believe that Black Lives Matter, then vote. Go and complete the 2020 census now. Don't wait. If we wait, we don't make change. It matters. Your voice matters. Your vote matters. Do all you can to demand that your leaders stop with the empty words and do something. This is the reason for the 2020 season. It is in our DNA. We have been saying her name we are lifting the names of black and brown women whose murders have been forgotten we will continue to use our platform to speak of these injustices that are still happening and demand action for change black lives matter say her name say his name tonight we stand and while we have heavy hearts we stand with strong and determined voices and ask all our fans to vote to engage and to make that difference
0: man, the uh, WNBA has been leading the way on this um, and more on the WNBA in a minute. But that was uh, in response to the Milwaukee Bucks and Orlando Magic not taking the court for um, the NBA playoffs, uh, game five. And there was conversation about other teams not taking the court. So the NBA kind of jumped ahead of this and said games are being postponed hopefully, to have a conversation. But um, I think it's amazing that these players are really using their power like that. Like, they really understand that those advertising dollars come because of them. Um, And they also understand that while you can possibly, arguably, field a league with decent basketball players, you're not going to fill the league of players of their ability um and again we talk about advertising dollars because people are going to put their eyes on that game to see amazing play Um, if the amazing play is not there anymore you're probably gonna be left with your hardcore fans and as we've seen a couple of times in history hardcore fans don't pay bills it's good to have those hardcore fans. Don't get me wrong. I, I love my day ones. But it, it it's hard to... It'd be hard for the NFL to pay their bills with just the hardcore fans. Just the people who are just going to watch football. They don't care if the guy runs the 40 in six minutes. Or they're going to watch basketball just to see a bunch of guys um, get fast break layups and not even touch the backboard. And just underhand granny shots throughout the whole game people running like slow down offenses like no that no way that league folding in in hours that league is not going to last long um on top of that you also have the brewers the reds baseball game uh postponed milwaukee of course is literally right next to that area uh the Mariners and pop Padres are postponed as well as the Dodgers and Giants will likely be postponed. So you're seeing instances where, uh, the players are really now voicing their opinion. And before I I get back and to the WNBA, I also want to put this out to a lot of us who said we are tired of this sometimes you got to hit capitalism where it hurts and and you're not going to do it through his conscience because it doesn't care because capitalism tells you somebody has to be poor for somebody to actually have a decent life it's equivalent in change you can't just in capitalism you just can't have everybody doing good somebody has to be it's a caste system it's a caste system with without names okay so maybe it might be time for a lot of us to stop showing up until our bosses and the company CEOs who support a lot of the politicians who make it possible for a policeman can shoot anybody and not suffer any consequences um story of a young woman in uh, florida i believe it's miami Ended up in the back of a, a police SUV, SUV, and died there. Like uh, uh, that doesn't sound sketchy to anybody. Like, what is she? What is the civilian doing in the back of there? What is she doing there? Like, how did she die? There's no way she was able to get herself in there and get stuck. That that didn't nobody ask that question. So, yeah, we talk about um change, but a lot of more of us have to get into change. And don't get me wrong. That might be something a lot of you can't do. It's going to be different. You know what? There's sacrifice with revolution. You have to be uncomfortable to get to be willing to get to where you're at because your opponent is not. Your opponent doesn't have a conscience. And I come back to that, like your opponent doesn't care how much you talk as long as you show up to work, as long as you make my buddies rich. That's that's what they care about. You can wear, look, we even let you wear all the Black Lives Matter shirt that you want, as long as you come to work and you do the job. We don't care what you say But now when it comes to a situation, either we're going to change this or your company's going to hit the skids. Conversation becomes a little different. Comes a lot different. So I I think as we move forward, that might be a conversation that a lot of us that want to see change. um, I think that's a conversation we have to have Um, as much as I, um, Uh, as as much as i like hamilton i don't i never want to get into quoting it a lot but again as thomas jefferson said in the second cabinet battle revolutions are messy but you know it's really the time to stand (laughs) it's it's time to stand and and with all the positive outlook here it would be a shame if we drop that momentum When people are protesting all over the world against the United States, it'd be a shame if we just dropped that momentum because it got uncomfortable. Feel me? Like it's supposed to be uncomfortable. It's supposed to be uncomfortable because you know your opponent isn't gonna give it up. And when I talk about my opponent, yes, it is a white driven um, machine But not all whites are benefiting from it. You know, it's really just a select few. So us fighting for change benefits people that don't even look like us. And you would think those people, those poor whites would be, you know what? They'd be down with that. But I guess when somebody can make you feel like you're superior to somebody else, I guess you would sell yourself, huh? But before I go, I want to um, make sure I, I be I would definitely would not forget myself if I didn't bring this up. Um, in two days, we'll be having we'll I don't want to say celebrate, but um, we'll be talking about the death of um, Emmett Till, and this is actually the the 65th um anniversary of his death um coming up on the 28th um of course you know the story emmett till um he was lynched um he was murdered after uh, allegedly whistling at a white woman in in 1950 mississippi that for some odd reason could lead to a black man's death just i think mean, and I don't want to make it seem like it wasn't even harassing. Like I don't want to make, and I never want to make it seem like I condone just randomly yelling at women. But before for a woman to react like that to a kid, like just a kid, ain't, when when do we get when do we get this barbaric? You know they and. And for some of you that might be a little squeamish um, I'm not gonna actually describe um, what happened to him but just say he was tortured okay he was tortured and thrown into a river to die and his killers once it it was found out pretty much went through a sham trial. Like, they was acquitted in 30 minutes. And no reason it took that long because allegedly one of the jurors said everybody wanted soda. Like, come on, man. Like, that, that right there should have shown you that America really didn't care. That's a kid, man. That shouldn't happen to anybody, but especially a kid. What type of peace does a country live with? Like, there's no way we can, this country could sleep easily at night knowing that this this happened and this um, slid, it slid and and you know, it's, it's tough because you think about his mother, man, like his mom had to bury her child, the way he was looking like, and again, for those you have seen it and it's squeamish, I'm not gonna describe the look, but you know the infamous um, photo of the funeral, open casket, because she wanted to show the world what they did to him but they did to a baby. And that woman went to a grave without justice. Shame on you guys. And and, and shame, not only on white America, but shame on any African-American or anybody of color that's not outraged by that. You that insensitive? That's not okay. It's never gonna be okay. We don't do that to kids. We don't. And we shouldn't be doing that to people. Cops shouldn't murder guilty people. Cops shouldn't murder anybody. We should not give that judge, jury, and executioner um, title to anyone. Nobody should have that type of power because now you can start to see how people exhibit that power and good people are going to end up dying. Kudos to the WNBA for being the first one of the first leagues and ahead of this from the beginning. Even when it wasn't, it didn't look popular when Kaepernick was kneeling, and no, but yo, the WNBA stepped up. Women basketball is really stepped up. That alone makes that demand more, more worthwhile. And before I end this off, um, prayers to the people um, in the Gulf uh, this weekend um, what is um well tonight actually. Um the hurricane is gonna make landfall and that believe that hurricane has now um reached category five. Um Hurricane Laura um is now reached category five and is looking to make landfall in the next hour or so. Um, you know, it's and there's like another storm in that area too. So, you know, prayers out to you guys, to people who can get out, get out. To those of you who are either connected to that land or just unfortunately can't get out, man, try to find um, a ride or something. But if you can't get out there, man, God, God bless you. And please stay safe. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Ty Digger Show, and I'm signing off. See you this weekend. I'm sorry, I'm just a little